Any and Everything Show with your hosts, Jake and George. Welcome back. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Mm-hmm. Glad to be here. Episode 104. That's right. Of the critically acclaimed Any and Everything Show. The critics, um, the critics love it. Um, you know, backed by the skin of our teeth. Well, some of us just barely got here. I mean, Jake, you showed up today. No, no questions, no problems asked. Yeah, this is my. Uh, it was my first time ever running out of gas on the road. I thought you. Is it, is that true? On the road, yeah. I ran out of gas in a parking lot. Uh, okay. Uh, recently, last summer. <laughs> It's happening more and more frequent. Yeah, you think I'd learn by the first mistake. But, um, yeah, this time I was driving and the mm-hmm. car stopped. So, mm-hmm. um, luckily you had AAA. Luckily, yeah. Luckily, uh, my mom still has the family plan with that AAA card. That's right. It's coming handy for sure. I, I, I would recommend. How much is it? <laughs> Gonna have to ask Paula. You would recommend the. Everyone's parents out there get AAA. <laughs> yeah, yeah mate. I mean, it's uh, it definitely comes in handy. Um, I, mean, I didn't have to pay for the service, but you do have to pay every year, obviously, to have the card. Right, but right. I think it's like it, like definitely the benefits definitely outweigh how much it costs. Depends. What would be the most you would pay for AAA? The most I would pay, yep. like a year of AAA, mm-hmm. I would pay two hundred dollars a year for myself. Couldn't tell you if that's even close to how much it costs. Could cost two hundred. Could, could cost a thousand. I couldn't tell you. Uh. Okay, so it depends. Depends on what you have. It's pre- we're, I think we're premium. I think we got the. Do you? Do you think you have the top? I don't know. Uh, I, I can. I mean, I could tell you my wallet's in the car, though. It's um, not that important. But uh. Give me a ballpark. I put in my zip code. I don't fucking care. Uh, I, it could be anywhere from fifty nine a year, ninety one a year, one hundred nineteen a year. Lower your mic, plus. You're not even talking into your mic over here. Oh. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, I mean that. That think about it. I mean, I was broken down on the side of the road. Um, called them up, and they have the nearest AAA certified person come out and give me a hand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this time it was uh, a gentleman named Luis coming from, I don't know, about 10 miles out. Yep. And they give you an estimate uh, that they could be there anywhere between a half hour to 90 minutes. Luckily, he was on the shorter end. He was there in about a half hour. And uh, he filled me up, and I went along my merry way. Tipped him a nice uh, fiver. And uh, I'm here now. Just to go, it just goes to show that um, nothing stops the production. That's right. Of 104 was coming out this week, like it or not. Yeah, but it was. Um, uh, we can open. We can open the beer first. Yeah, Jake's I'll, earned and it. I'll share my first uh, experience of breaking down on the side of the road with no gas. Ooh, tossing the can with this week authority. We have from Beer Tree Brew. Brewed and canned in Johnson City, New York. It is the slightly fuzzy. It's a mango and lime 
Berliner Weiss. Yeah, so like a like a um, it's like a German beer, I believe. <laughs> Most of their um, uh, what are they called? Like that's like a German Pilsner. I'm pretty sure. Could be. This is a. I mean, this you know, this is a show based around some beer knowledge. Um, so we Minimal. should be we should be kind of accurate. Minimal beer knowledge. But I've heard those terms around the German beer um, culture. Like, I've heard those terms. Have you? I mean, I've been In to Mi- Munich. Where is Munich? In Germany. That's What's, where October what section? What, what section? What geographical quadrant? What do you mean? What do you even North, mean West, South? I don't know. East, Central? That was none of the options. That's where I'm going with. Munich, I'm guessing South Germany. Couldn't even tell you why I think that way. But this is a, a full beer. Look at this. I I, I popped the cap. It is right at the top here. <laughs> it's like a it's like it's actually got the, the concave top where it's actually It's just waiting for me to be to, to drink it. Munich, Jake. Slightly fuzzy. You'll be happy to know. Mango and lime. Is in South Germany. Now I asked before you got so so angry at me. Right? The Berliner Weiss is a cloudy sour beer of around five percent alcohol, which this is four point six or eight. Four point five, even less. Mm-hmm. Uh by volume. It is a regional variation of the wheat beer style from Northern Germany. Northern Germany. Dating back to at least the 16th century. Uh, so I wasn't even I wasn't even in the region where this beer is from. But I was hearing the term thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, do you hear what they do up north? Don't even want to know. Yeah. They make Berliner Weisses. A Weisses. Those uh those um Heisen's Weissens uh uh Hoffen yeah, Hoffenheisers, all those. Yeah. I mean the the beer tent we were in when we were in Munich was um the Hofbrau House. Mm. Really cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Now, I don't want to interrupt you here. Yeah. But you didn't do your intro, but you did do oh, your first. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry. But I'm you a little did, flustered. But you did do your first I sip. Did, I did and do I the feel first like you sip. should react to your first um, sip because it was quite the visual yeah. reaction. Uh, you know, it's a really subtle exterior of this can. Mine as well, filled I don't, right I, to the brim. I actually don't. Yeah, I know. You pop it open and it's just, it overflows actually. But it's a subtle can. It's got this nice matte um, gradient to it. Nothing too Past- loud. Pastel. Yeah, it's a nice looking soft feed. can. Yeah, a very explosive first flavor in the drink. Like a lot, s- a lot of flavor for a four point five percent. Yeah, and it also says slightly fuzzy. I would say it is extremely fuzzy. Like there is a a ton of like carbonation mm. and bubbles when you drink this. Mm. A lot of flavor. Um, so far so good. I'm a, I'm a fan of the sours, a little more bitter mm-hmm. tart. Um, so bringing up the spirits a little bit, I think this beer is a solid starting off as a B, a solid B, 85%. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it packs a flavor, a flavor punch. Especially, especially coming off of the one that we had last week that was supposed to have a hint of lime. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, this, this is, is a, showing it up. I can is, I can taste the lime so much. This more. is mango and lime, and there's some lime. Yeah, 
Um, well, I guess you know it makes sense that the lime it can be a little bit more front forward in a sour beer because yeah. that lime is quite puckerish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just joining us, oh, oh yeah, sorry, Joey. Jake. Just because somebody's car ran out of gas doesn't mean you could just. No, it's some... all it's anarchy today. Yeah, it's Jake's just anarchy. off the rails. Uh, no, I'll give this one. I'll go C plus to start. Yeah, okay. C plus. I also think it's a very satisfying beer tree brew. All four letters. True. And it's just a very satisfying title on the can. Yeah, no, the can definitely is what drew me in. Um, I yeah, four point. There were a couple of IPAs I could have went with for t- this today's episode, uh, but I really tried to find one that one wasn't an IPA and two drew me in. And there weren't there weren't many options. I feel like nowadays when you go, well, there's just all there's a ton of IPAs. It is true. IPAs do tend to take over. Yeah. The, the craft um, beer market. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, um, but this is really good. Very flavorful. Yeah. It's different. <clears throat> um. So I digress. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. It's great to have you. And if you're back listening again for some. God known, who knows why you're 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 still here, but we appreciate that you are here. Spent 104 weeks with us. Um, this is the, the any and everything show. Each week, George and I we get together. We open up a brand new beer. We review the beer and we talk about it. But we don't just talk about beer because mm-hmm. who who wants to sit around and listen to just talks about hops and flavor, Hoffenweizens and. You know, ABVs, like who cares, you know? Not even us. Not even us. And this is a beer podcast. We talk about a little bit of any and everything because in this crazy, crazy world, there's just way too much to talk about. George, am I right? Jake, you are right. Woo! Um, so yeah, quick detour to get here. Well, I wouldn't call it so much of a detour. Yeah, but it was a bump in the road. That's more of, yeah. Um, you didn't have to veer your path. I way. didn't. I technically did not have to stay on the same, the, same the road. correct road the whole way. I uh, wasn't on the best road, a two-lane S-curve mm-hmm. type road. Um, if anyone is familiar with the northern New Jersey back roads, it's very windy, and that's where I was. Um, One of the windier areas. Yeah, I would. I would definitely concur. Uh, so I had to give the, the, the guy a call, AAA a call, and I ran out of gas. And, um, you know, they always, they ask for, for landmarks, you know, they ask you what road you're on yep. and then they're like, are you near any houses or businesses? And I said, I, I'm not really like, I'm not in the best, I'm in a very rural area right here. Yep. I said, there's a police station half a mile up the road. There's a baseball field on the corner of that road. There's a state park. Um, and he goes, but there's no like businesses or houses. I'm like, no, nah, this is, I'm like, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> yeah, you're in the middle of a, a, a woodsy road. And I mean, there's houses, but they're like kind of spread out in the, like, there's Milford Manor. Or right. not Milford Manor, uh, Ringwood um, Manor. Ringwood Manor. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm on the map here. I'm like, are you, so you're kind of near these roads. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm near. He was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you say in the roads. And I'm like, yeah, that's familiar. Um, and it's kind of cool. What they do is they put a pin in a map of where they think you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish I had, they had like the opposite feature or like you could send them your pin. Right. You know, cause that would make a little bit more Does sense. Does AAA not have an app? 
Uh, they do have the app, but like you can't just be like, "Hey, I'm here, come get me." Type thing. You gotta like put in a claim and everything on the phone. Like, I feel like you should be able to do that in the app. Yeah. So what they do is they take the best and then maybe known. They give you a call and then. Right. So that's what you'd think. They, I mean, they'd give you the best known position and they'd put a pin in the map and then they send you a text with like uh, an update, a live update of your driver. Hmm. So you can, it's kind of like Uber. You can see them like driving. And I saw that the pin was farther up the road, mm-hmm. the other way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, if the he guy's going to pass you, yeah, if the guy's going to come down, he's going to have to pass me. But he was coming from like another way. Yeah. So you either turn left or right onto that road. And if you turn left onto the road I was on, you're going up back towards where I came. Mm-hmm. If you turned right, you're coming towards my way. And the pin was on the other side. So like the guy was going to turn left. Mm. And I was just watching the guy and I was like, but there was no number for me to call. Right. For the truck, which is kind of Unlike strange. Uber. Yeah. So like you couldn't be like, hey, just so you know, like don't turn left, turn right. Right. And I was watching him. I'm watching him like, I hope he doesn't turn left. But he's gonna because my pin was there. And then I watched him. He turned left. I'm like, shit. And then I can slowly just see his car like past my point. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, keep going. And then he called me. I said, hey, yeah, no, sorry. I, there's no way for me to get in contact with you. But the the AAA guy put my pin up the road. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm the other way. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no, no, no problem, no problem. Yeah, I'm sure that happens literally yeah. every time. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon. He's like, uh, he's like, are you outside your car? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like not the best curve, right? And I mean, people, people are flying around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had like a flare or something. Or like I'm a, sure you don't. I probably I might have some sort of like cone or something in my yeah. car yeah. to put, but like I would have been risking it to go out and like put well, it. That's down. why it would be nice to have a flare because you just popped it, and tossed it <laughs> right in the middle of the street. Yeah. But I did go on Waze and I put that like there is a car on the shoulder, mm-hmm. like anyone really oh, wow. cares. You earn some bonus points on Waze. For yeah, that. maybe level yourself up. Um, and he came around and I thought I was like expecting like more of like a tow truck, but he was coming from like uh, a tire shop uh-huh. and well you said you were only missing gas so I, yeah right so he wasn't coming with a tow truck but i was just expecting that for mm-hmm. some reason and um just pulled up in like it a, was just like a, a, a two-door a, sedan it was like an orange van with like lights on it and he comes around the corner and there's traffic behind him and he throws his lights on and like he veers off the road behind me and then <laughs> all the cars behind him like slam on their brakes because like they were kind of following him close and he didn't really know where i was right i was kind of expecting him to come around slower mm-hmm. like looking for a car mm-hmm. but louise came in pretty hot that's what that's how louise rolls Jake. and um you know there was not a lot of small talk it was pretty much uh you know pop the tank uh i feel like that's what you want though you really want yeah no he was here you really was... want the guy who's bringing you gas to small talk you no that's a good point um but he he went he was straight to business yeah, you're on the side of a shitty, windy road. Yeah, and I no went in. signs, no lights, no houses, no businesses. <laughs> yeah. How long you want to stay on the side of the road? We just wanted in and out. Super nice guy. Uh, I went in to pop the, the the tank, and he's like, "Oh, you can just stay in the car. You can just stay in the car." I was like, "Ah, oh, I'll I'll just stand out here because like I just want to make sure like, you know, whatever." I just felt weird like in the car. He was. You're like, gonna be. You're gonna be one of those dads who, when they hire someone. Like, no, I'm not going to teach him how to do the job. No, no, don't teach him, but just, like, hang out in the house and, like, watch him. I did say a and very... And then be like, 
and then while he's like under your sink fixing your pipe, you just be like, "Oh, so you a Giants fan or noticed your socks? I don't know if you're. Uh... <laughs> oh, you wear you wear Hanes Ultra Fit socks? Me too. What? The wife just keeps buying them for me. I love it. I love them. They're comfy. You got to admit though, the stretch when during these jobs though, you need you need the stretch and the flexibility. Um, but I did say a dad line while he was filling me up. Of course you did. Um, because he said he had had he had asked me like how many miles to the gallon I get. Mm-hmm. I said about like twenty six or so, and he's like, "Oh, you should be, you should be good." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Is that all the gas you have, just in case like my car doesn't start up?" Because I don't know how much he had poured in at the time. And he's like, "Yeah, this is all I have." You're questioning him. You said you asked him in a condescending way, Jake. You went. Is, well, that, I said is just, that all the gas? You I said have, just or? in case my car doesn't start up. Do you have? Is there any more gas? Is that there? all and the he's gas? Like, this is all I got. Yeah. So is that uh, all Luis the gas knows he he's been he's been around the block a few times. That's right. But I said you know I, my I know there's a gas station like a mile up the road, mm-hmm. and my uh, estimated miles to zero was about nine before you broke down. Before I broke down, right? Um. So. A uh, little PSA: Don't always trust the uh, how many miles do you have empty thing because it's failed me both times. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I said I had nine miles, and I thought I was really going to make it, but I said, uh, I guess the car had other plans of its own." Just that like, was your deadline. Yeah, it was just like a kind of a small little joke thing, and I mean, he was filling up the tank. He probably didn't even hear it, but it was more of just like a was probably it, a, was that a, even a joke? Not yeah, it was kind of just like ah, it said it had nine miles, but it had you know not other other plans. And he was just filling the tank and probably didn't even, he probably didn't hear it, I'm assuming. Maybe. It's a busy road. Maybe he just ignored it. <laughs> he probably ignored it. I'm trying to think of a, like a, another way you could say, like, oh, if only my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how other way I could spin it. it. said I had nine miles, but only if only my, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. I think that's why I spit out that line. Yeah, and then he was just like, he just probably rolled his eyes and didn't look at you. So he, he thought you thought right. he didn't hear you, but all along he was like, uh, "Fuck." I'm hoping he. I know. I hope he chuckled or something, but probably didn't. But hey, we move on. Hit the button. What button? <laughs> you guys say hit the button. T M. K. Oh, okay. T M Y K. Hold on, I should have that. <laughs> Thanks for hitting the button. Yeah, no problem. When was the drinking age changed from 18 to 21 in the U.S.? Mm, recently, I think. I want to say... Like 2018? No, not that recent. <laughs> 18 to 21? Uh-huh. I want to say early 2000s. Maybe. No. Later? Earlier? Uh, oh, earlier. wait. Maybe I'm thinking... You thought people could drink at eighteen and like at like two thousand? Kind of. No, that's not true. All right, then it is it, 90, it, 92. No, you're getting closer. Eighty six. You're getting much closer. Eighty five. Uh, getting much closer. Eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The National Minimum Drink Age Act of nineteen eighty four, dead giveaway, was passed on July seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. By the United States Congress. It punished every state that allowed persons below 21 years to purchase and publicly possess alcoholic beverages by reducing its annual federal highway ap- ap- <laughs> approachment by 10%. Yeah, it makes sense. Approachment. Appro- approachment. 
But anyway, 1984. You were able to drink till uh, at 18 in some states. Mm. Oh, you know what I might have been thinking of? Uh, tobacco. Mm. That was definitely in our lifetime. Yeah. That that changed. Because I remember a change for something going to 18 to 21, and like I remember hearing about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we might have just turned like 18, eight, or we were yeah, close. Like we might have been 16. It. Like it was like some people in our grade were like, oh, yeah. I was just about to be able to buy dip or something. Yeah, and it was like for some reason I kind of remember being like, it was like gonna affect me, and I didn't even like smoke. You know, I was like, oh, you know, they changed the law, so I mean, but you could you you sm- somewhat smoke cigars. Oh yeah, that's a good point. But so, I never like bought them as because you could youngster. Yeah, I guess you would have been able to buy them at eighteen. Yeah, I usually had whatever my dad had. I wasn't like a nineteen-year-old going out there trying to find a nice stogie. Because you couldn't, <laughs> right? Right? Could I? Because I couldn't. Yeah, maybe I think, that's why I didn't. Do I it. think maybe if if it was still if it, if that even was the rule, if it was eighteen when we turned eighteen and we couldn't go buy alcohol, we probably would have went and tried to buy cigars because that's just what you do. I, I think like it would have you, been like cigar savants. By when now. you turn of age. Of something, I feel like you just go do yeah. it because you can. Yeah, that's a good point. Like as soon as you turn eighteen, you go buy lottery tickets, like yeah. a scratch off or two, because you can. Yeah. As soon as you turn twenty-one, everyone gets hammered. Yep, the forbidden fruit. Everyone goes and buys their first beer legally, like yeah, just because you can. That is true. As soon as you get your license, what do you do? You fill your yeah. car up and go to a fast food place. Yeah, fly down the road, freedom. Freedom. That first taste of freedom. Mm-hmm. I remember getting my license or my, you know, the basic back in the day where it was like a curfew license. Mm-hmm. The provisional. Provisional, yeah. Yes. So no one in the car, but you can only drive between certain hours, mm-hmm. not a certain amount of passengers. Mm-hmm. You had to have someone in the passenger seat 21 years or older with three years of uh, a license under their belt. Wait, wasn't there a license though where... Those rules were like lessened, like the basic license for a year, and then we well, had your permit. You had your permit for a year that you had to have. Oh no, that's what a permit. You have to have someone twenty-one years. Okay, older. and then the provisional license is you like had for that a year that you before you get your you could drive license. on your own, but you had, yeah, you had that's I, that's what I remember it was the first like eight, like ounce of freedom in a car that I had because you could go out on your own. Yeah. But you couldn't drive past like, it was like 10 you had to. All, you also had to go with like a parent or a student driving teacher or something to go yep. get your license. Yeah. So like, you had to go to the test with someone. Yep. You brought them home, dropped them off, and just left. Yeah. For the first time. Yep. That is true. Uh, I wonder how different it's going to be when our kids have to drive. Why? Just in. Um, because I've heard that the driving test has changed instrumentally since really we've gone. Hmm. Um, How so? So they don't. Some states now do not test on parallel parking. Some states. Yep. What about New Jersey? Um, because that's where we got our license. Yeah, I don't. I don't think my sister had to parallel park for her driver's li- for her driver's license. How old is she? She is five years younger than I am. Hmm. I I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure. I think you're making all. Of this I up. think I think my dad taught her 
just that, in that's case. That's what you do, I think. Like he always because we do. I mean, I've I Pelo Park a bunch. Well, still. you worked in the city and live in that a, is true. A I, city. I like I I enjoy the thrill of finding parking sometimes. Where <laughs> people like I know people hate it. Like I feel bad when people come and have to find parking. But if I was to go somewhere every time, every time I come there, yeah, exactly. Like, it's always a shit show. But if someone was like, hey parking's kind of a wreck i'd be like don't even worry about it i'll let you know when i got parking and then i'll come in like that's kind of my you just you'll, I you like don't mind that. circling the yeah, block i like the, for the that. search the, you know why uh, jake you're a you're a man who doesn't just like but loves fishing i do so it's the hunt and it's it's literally kind of the same thing of just taking your time mm. casting out the line never really put that analogy that's you together. that's you just circling the Every time you yeah, throw in the wall. Every time you get back to the out. front of the building, it's like gotta cast right, it back yeah. out. No do bites another, this time. No do bites. another lap. Let's cast switch it up. Maybe go down this. Oh, road. A nibble! Oh, someone was there <laughs> first. Someone already had their blinker on. Do wow, it maybe parking is kind of like fishing. Sounds like fishing because a lot of people hate fishing and a lot of people hate parking. Mm-hmm. Could See, it be I like fishing, but I don't really. I mean, yeah. I like parking, but I I don't like circling. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I like, I love parking, but I doesn't like ever bother me mm. if there's no parking at someone's apartment somewhere. Mm-hmm. We used to have to go into like Hoboken to visit a couple of our friends' apartments and, you know, just going in, you know, there's no parking, right. you know, it's street, street or nothing. Right. So, right. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's always an it's adventure. A, it's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. But what was the, oh yeah, our kids, uh, so there's no more e-brake. Mm. Um, I remember that was big. We had to we had, had to, to have take a car, a car yeah. with an e brake. Yep. Uh, now all of them are push or button pushes for the emergency brake, um, foot things for the emergency brake. Mm. But man, I loved pulling up the emergency. I still brake. got one. I know. Yeah, manual cars. They still In the got manual. The, I still got the yank. Yeah, I mean, I always my dad did it out of habit to when he ever whenever he parked. His old SUV, the old Forerunner that I grew up in, mm-hmm. and I'm still obsessed with. He would just park and pull the e-brake up, even though it was an automatic car. You know, it was an automatic car. You know, our driver was on a slight hill. It yep. was an older car, so maybe we just did it out of old habit. Mm-hmm. He used to drive a, a a stick shift in college, so it could just been habit. And I always did it, not knowing that it had no effect on like an automatic car. <laughs> like, right. So I was just like every time we parked, like a flat parking lot. Crank it right up. Maybe that's why you missed it so much because you always did it, dude. I loved it. It was so satisfying. And like you said, your dad did it out of habit. Maybe you just have that habit that you're just like it's like itching its way back to your surface. Yeah, that you just want to rip that e brake every time you park. I wish I had a car that had a a, a crank e brake. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, but you have to admit it is satisfying. Eh. It clicks. It does click. It just feels like, oh, now my car's locked in. Yanked. That shit ain't going yeah, anywhere. I got to yank it in this <laughs> <That> car <laughs> position. <laughs> Superman couldn't move this car. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, our, I feel like, let's think. We got at least another 20 years, right, until our kids are taken. At least 20 years until our kids right, are taken. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, no, you start taking lessons at what, 16? 16, probably. All right, so, yeah, 20 years. You <laughs> tried to, to uh, re-correct yourself. Uh, I mean, if you had a kid... In nine months, or who knows? Maybe Still you're preg- maybe you're pregnant now, and you have a kid in six months. Eighteen years, let's say. Yeah, eighteen years. Who knows what kind of cars are going to be trying to? It's true. Drive around here. Maybe no know? one drives anything. <sighs> Don't even need to take a driver's test. No, 
You just need to apply for a auto flight permit. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like being able to fly. You just have to like show proof of ID mm-hmm. to be able to get into a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might just have to scan your scan your ID to show that you own the car, mm. and then it'll go. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm kind of worried. That about seems it. like it'll be a quick, uh, <laughs> a little too quick yeah, for stuff right. like that. But you never know. I feel like. Yeah, that, there's always going to be people though who don't love where the car industry goes. Though I feel like the people are always going to love to drive a car and have like a gas car. Well, I think for at least another generation. Yeah, I think kids these days, as they're getting a taste of driving, kids these days will will want to. Some of them will want to drive a car. But I think mm-hmm. if in our lifetime it becomes like a antique to even yeah. have a driving car, then it will only take like two generations to not want to drive cars anymore. Probably. Because I, I think if the kids all grow up with automatic cars where they can just play board games with their parents <laughs> while the, while they're going down the highway. It's like, why would they ever want to? Why would they to, ever want to do anything so else? true. Like, let's go back to like an archaic Let's go back to where state. I have to like white knuckle down a highway with both hands and worry and, about other idiots and while my wife and my kids are talking to me i can't take my eyes off the road yeah and i could run out of gas and you, like could, an and you could run out of gas yeah. uh man that's a good point why go back to an archaic state one year yeah because i think i think the way it is now like people love classic cars and they like to go back and drive like the three-speed yeah, like, transmissions and stuff but it's really kind of still the same principle of driving a car it's right. just appreciating the older style of car. Right. I think I think the technology, if it were to advance, where everyone had self-driving cars all the time, that eventually people would not want to go back to driving cars. I agree. It'll take a while, but I think our generation will always want to drive cars. Yeah. And there's probably some right now who would love just like never having to drive a car. Yeah, I think so. I think that's already happening, but I feel like... It's still not fully, you still can't put all, like, Teslas can drive on highways and, and main roads, but I don't know how well a Tesla would do auto driving on the road that you broke down on today. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't know. I don't know if I trust those Teslas yet. Me either. <laughs> well, that's why we don't have them, George. Also, because they're like 60 grand. I mean, yeah. kind of There's expensive. factors, you know, Venn diagram of reasons. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a left turn we're taking here on topics, but speaking recently, of cars, recently, uh, Megan What's the opposite I, of recently. Um, um, recently, uh, let's see. I don't know, actually. Because, like, you could say, like, long ago, but, like, that doesn't really... Once was it's, not, it's not really the same kind of... Yeah, back in the day. Opposite recently. of in the recent past is formally, oh, previously, form- or earlier. For- formally, I kind of like. Back yeah. in my former years. In my recent years, in my former years? Yeah. Former, okay. Uh, but for lunch, recently, recently, yeah. Megan and I have been making like what'd really you, good paninis. What'd you guys make formally? Formally, no panini. Okay. Now, recently, 
recently. Panini. Panini. Okay. And I, I think... Oh, that, you guys are both working from home. Yeah, yeah. So we're both from uh-huh. home, right? So like lunchtime comes around. Like, all right, what can we make? What can we make? What we got? What we got? Um, and... You have a... Like a George Foreman grill so or something? So we used to have a panini maker and we never used it. So okay. we got, got rid, rid of it. it. Yep. Okay. And now... Now... You're making paninis every day. Yeah, the other day Megan was like, oh, I know it sounds really good. Like this these ingredients in like a panini like wow that sounds really good yeah we don't have a panini maker so we just like you know did a whole like kind of how you'd make a grilled cheese but we just like pressed it down with like another pan Mm -hmm. like on top of it to smush it Mm -hmm. and the panini was so good that we're just turning all of our sandwiches now into paninis Mm. and i think the panini is an underrated sandwich okay i don't think a lot of people go for paninis is what I'm, I enjoy a panini. Do you? Do you like from time to when time? When was the last time you had a panini though? Like a week or two ago. Really? Yeah. Why is that so crazy? I don't know. I just I, you want to know what's even crazier? I, I pass had, right. I had a panini from Shoprite. Oh wow! <laughs> they made one there. <laughs> oh wow! Or like it was like Shoprite. A, I don't know what your they local got a hot supermarket section? is. Yeah, they have a like a they have like prepared food section. Mm. They have hot lunches. Like, you can probably pick up wings or, like, pierogies on whatever day it is. Uh, And then they have, like, a little frozen cold food section where you can get, like, chicken cutlets and pastas and whatnot and vegetables that you just put in the fridge for a day or two and then you can take out. And then they have, like, a sandwich, a couple sandwiches, pre-made sandwiches. They got hoagies, subs. Dang. And they got some paninis. So maybe once a month I grab a a pre-made panini from ShopRite. Maybe it's just because I always kind of glance right past panini for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always just overlooked the panini. Mm-hmm. Maybe other people don't. But I think it might be an underappreciated might sandwich. Be. It might be. Because um, it's just like a warm sub. Pretty much. It's like a melt. Yeah, it kind of depends on... Like, you can't make everything a panini. Right, you can't make everything a panini. But you can make but just you probably about... Could. Yeah. Anything. Like, do you guys have a go-to panini? Mm. Yeah, so we we made a, we had leftover, um, like, baked chicken. Mm -hmm. And we sliced it up, and we made a chicken, tomato, mozzarella, pesto Mm -hmm. panini. Mm -hmm. And it was so good. Mm -hmm. Like, one of those things that you make at home, and you're like, why do I ever pay for things out like mm-hmm. those kind of good wow mm-hmm. and now we've just been trying to recreate new panini i'm uh, starving yeah i know just saying that made it sound like i like i was kind of hungry and i was gonna be able to make it through his podcast but you might have to i could taste i could taste the panini right order now. order a, a pizza at halftime might have to um but something we've never done that is true we've never ordered food and like got it at halftime i know i feel like a lot of podcasts do it do they I have that gut feeling and they just, like, you just you don't know you just know yeah it's, okay. yeah you know they they take a break uh, but it was so good it's and been so good I, recently it's been good I would encourage people to maybe go for the panini next time are you guys then um, but, discussing reacquiring a panini maker yeah we might have to I mean the way we've been making it is doing just fine mm-hmm. maybe just for that convenience and getting the real yeah panini what if it experience? takes it to the next level. Yeah, because you're... I it mean, could, you're, what if it could only get better? 
The thing about the paninis when you know they have those grill lines in them mm-hmm. from the press, mm-hmm. we don't get that. And maybe the people the people out there are only listening to this, but Jake <laughs> physically grabbed the handle and cranked it down to press the panini about four or five times just <laughs> That's now. That's what you do. <laughs> just every time he, I think the word panini came out, he grabbed the handle and pulled it down. Maybe that's the experience. And I saw his I saw him hit the panini with his hand and then mm-hmm. and then squish it a little. <laughs> yeah, cuz you're I here, saw I saw him, I saw him really give it a little extra oomph on the handle. Yeah, cuz you're dropping it down and then you get that little got, friction and you press really it. got yeah, it a lot. You got press it. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the e-brake. It's the e-brake of the food world. That's right. I I'm sensing a lot of similarities here. So, yeah, maybe pick up a panini next time because I've been loving it. Yeah. Just a smushed hot sandwich is really yeah, all it is. That's true. That crispy bread, but we haven't done it with proper panini bread, oh. which is usually that. So you're missing like, out. I feel like you can't. I feel like you should wait to do the proper panini bread until you get the panini maker. Yeah, you can't. That way, it's like you just you're in the minors, and there's no yeah, there's no dipping your toe in the majors. Right. You just get the whole call up, that's and you're, true. And you're hitting bombs in the majors. Yeah, we can't be doing the disservice of putting panini bread on a generic in between pan. two pans. Yeah, that's. The disgrace, actually. Yeah, to the panini world. Um, but if yeah, if anyone's got panini recipes, I'm I'm all ears. You know, what I always found funny. You know, baseball cards. I know baseball cards. You ever heard of them? Heard of them? Yeah. Don't have Tra- the trading cards. Yeah, if you will. Uh, panini is a big trading card brand. Is it really? Is yeah, it actually like they have panini? like tops. You ever heard of tops cards? Yep. Panini is a is a brand of trading card. Hmm. I always thought that was a funny name. That is an odd name for a Which card. came first, Panini or Panini? The Panini or Panini? Um, I would say the sandwich came first. Yeah, I would say so, too. But... Have to guess. But... <laughs> what's the origin of either? Where'd you come from? Uh, Yeah, we, we got to get a where'd you come from jingle because... Um, what are you looking up? Uh, Panini. Uh, <laughs> what about it, Jake? History. <clears throat> I'm guessing it came from uh, Italy. I can only guess. In Italian, the noun panino is a meaning dim- small bread, diminutive, diminutive of pan, bread, and refers to a bread roll. Mm-hmm. Pantino imbottito. Stuffed panino refers to a sandwich, but the word panino is often also often used alone to indicate a sandwich in general. Mm. Yeah, panini meaning small bread mm-hmm. is where this sandwich got its term. Or panino, right, meaning bread roll with Italian bread. Oh yeah, the ciabatta, dude. We gotta get the ciabatta, ciabatta, rosetta, or machetta. Man, they got some good sounding breads. We have rye, wheat, sourdough. <laughs> I do like a good sourdough bread though. Hmm. Well, Panini America Inc. Panini is an Italian company headquartered in Modena, Italy, named after the Panini brothers who founded it in 1961. The company produces books, comics, magazines, stickers, trading cards, and other items. <laughs> All right. So the trading cards and other stuff was named after a pair of brothers. The sandwich uh, was just that's just what you call it. It's just literally the Italian word for it pretty much. So the the first US reference to a panini dates back to 1956. But the precursor appeared in a 16th century Italian cookbook. 
Thank All you. Right. I'm going to get us off this panini conversation along the lines of food, Jake. Mm-hmm. Because we're recording this before Wednesday, because uh, I said that I would mm. put out I'd put out polls now every Wednesday. Oh right, yeah, this on is our Instagram Wednesday poll, any and everything show. So we'll discuss it here first instead of discussing the results. We'll God, discuss oh, I like that. I the, like that. The preamp, the pre panini. Well, it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with panini. That's fine. It just, <laughs> it just has to do with food, I guess, in in a way. Um. So this week's. This or that, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, is going to be when you're at the movies, Jake. Mm-hmm. Candy or popcorn? And that is a perfect teaser to go into our break. Oh, okay. Uh, but we do have to review our beer first. I also have word. to give a riddle. Oh, Jesus! A lot of you guys lot are going to teases. You guys are going to have to stick around. Yeah. Um, one or two, Jake. Uh two today. Can't go one. Got to go two. Okay. This week's riddle. Hmm. Oh, if shit. God. If, no. If, 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 no. God. All right. This week's riddle. If you break me, I do not stop working. If you touch me, I may be snared. If you lose me, nothing will matter. What am I? If you break me, I do not stop working. If you touch me, I may be snared. If you lose me, nothing will matter. What am I? Hmm. So... As Jake said, just a little tease. Stick around after the break to find out about the this or that. Mm-hmm. Stick around after the break for the answer to the riddle. Yep. Stick around for about two more seconds to hear a word for us to describe this beer. Yep. And then after that, you can guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. Really. Then you can just fuck right yeah, off. You can go. You can go, go suck to eggs. Suck eggs. Um. So. I'm gonna beer tree brew slightly fuzzy, Jake. What do you I'm got? gonna say Flavor Town. I feel like you've used that before. I don't know if I have. I don't know if you have either. But I don't. It sounds... I don't usually do a lot of Guy Fieri references. See, Jake, I would, I would thumb you as a guy who would. Really? I like Guy Fieri, but I don't like. You like him so much that you're pronouncing his name with like an accent on it. Uh, that's know, how much you like him. That's not how much. I, that's how he pronounces his name. So I'm going to respect. The and man. you know that because you're a big fan. <laughs> All right, I'm a big fan of Guy Fieri. He's a goofball, but makes good food. Triple D. Yeah, Triple D. And then uh, the other one. Um, uh, the Triple G. Oh, Grocery Games. Guy's Grocery Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's all about the triple. All about the tri- <laughs> triple D. He does it G. big. He does it big, whatever he does. That's right, just like his hair. That's how I'm going Flavor Town. A lot of flavor. Um, really good. I mean, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Good, Jake. I'm glad. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Peachy, not in the way of the word, but just in the way uh, as an adjective. You know, it, it, this this beer is peachy. It's mm-hmm. just just right. It's good. Uh, also, play on the slightly fuzzy name. So, just uh, it's just solid so far. Feeling peachy. peachy. Yep. So uh, uh, cool. Maybe we'll order food right now. Bye. Yeah, maybe we'll go get a nice little panini.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. back unfortunately did not get paninis during the break no no we did not talked about it thought about it but um there's no uh panini delivery service around us you know you might we might be onto something we might have to call guinness because we might be saying the work the record for saying panini in a uh that is a good that is a great point um, and it's not one of those words that the more you say it, the worse it is. You ever have those words where like the more you talk about the word, panini? it be- becomes, it almost doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Panini. A panini will always. It just rolls off. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. It's just a natural. You don't have to force Enjoyable panini word. Panini. Panini. Um, all right. But before the break. Yes. You gave us a riddle and also teased us with a poll. Yeah. So which one do you want to tackle first? Do you know what the riddle is? Uh, the answer? Yeah. I don't. Oh. Uh, just as a quick reminder, if you break me, I do not stop working. If you touch me, I may be snared. If you lose me, nothing will matter. What am I, Jake? I am a Uh-oh. heart. Oh. Okay. I was thinking something with water. Like you can't like break water. Well, no, it says if you do break me, I oh, don't, I do don't stop me. working. Yeah, I was thinking like if you like br- like break the flow of water, mm-hmm. it still flows. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Got it wrong. We move on. All right. If you got it right, then the bravo. One. Good for you. Good for you. You're just too smart for us. Keep it moving. All right. Now with the Taco okay. Bell poll. If only we were sponsored Brought to you Bell. by. If those commercials were accurate, we would stop recording right now and just, <laughs> and just walk right towards Taco Bell. <laughs> it's the very end. Uh, so the poll was, when you go to the movies, mm-hmm. you go in... Candy? Salty? 
savory or sweet? And it's like you can't have both. Mm. Right now, you only got five dollars to your name. You yeah. only got enough to afford candy or popcorn when you're at the movies. Okay. Though traditionally, mm-hmm. I'm always taking sweet over savory. Mm-hmm. I got a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. The movie theaters and popcorn mm-hmm. go together. Now, Jake, this is the second episode in a row you've done this. What? You circled one thing, and then you come into the episode. <laughs> Wait, I circled the wrong and one. And you come into the episode, and you say the other thing. And I pick, I pick the polls that we are supposed to disagree upon. <laughs> Did I really? I filled those out late at night. Maybe I was just like... I was also doing it where I didn't think about it. I just saw one or the other and I picked it, you know, like you're, you're undermining this whole operation. Chief. Well, that's what happens though. When you, when you fill something out and then you go back over it and ask what you'd choose again, mm-hmm. like you'd have to ask me like right away and then I would choose it and then we would go over it. But now that we're revisiting and I have a little chance to kind of think it out, mm-hmm. um, I'm usually, I usually love having like a box of snow caps at the mm-hmm. movie theaters. Right. But just having a nice tub of popcorn, buttery popcorn, with that nice crunch during a movie, there's really nothing. There's nothing better. And I haven't done it in years. Yeah, and we talked about this recently, because me and Ari did go to the movies. Yeah, and you enjoyed some popcorn. And we've enjoyed some popcorn. Um, Now I'm having trouble finding the screenshot. uh, I sent it to you. I know. I, I saw it earlier. There it is. Number 38, at the movie, Jake has circled very clearly candy. I'm telling you, it was late at night, okay? <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, it's tough to argue with you now because I also normally have a sweet tooth. I eat plenty of candy, drink plenty of soda, probably more of both than I should. Uh, I mean, I'll play devil's advocate. I usually don't order the popcorn. I, or, I order candy. Megan gets popcorn. Mm. Big enough for... Because she's never, she doesn't finish anything usually, mm-hmm. so usually I always take whatever. Gotcha. So I'm always going for the candy, mm-hmm. but it's hard to be at a. It's hard to enjoy a movie without the popcorn. Yeah, I think it's it's. Easy. I can live without the candy during during the movie, but for some reason, having that popcorn during the movie. Yeah, and I can live without it too, and watching a movie without popcorn is easy. But going to the movies, there's, there's yeah the the freshly popped the movie smell. theater movie theater popcorn is just different. Oh yeah, so it I think when you go to say. the movies, you need to get popcorn. Yeah. Um, now where we can disagree is, I do not butter my movie theater popcorn. Really? Yeah. Not even one little squirt. No. You I just don't. let it the natural salt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh. When I'm at home and I get my Orvel Redenbacher or uh, Pop Secret or whatever brand mm-hmm. we're buying, you know, movie theater butter, that's that's what you got to go with. Yeah. Or Butter Lovers or whatever. Yeah. Um, butter but, Lovers. That's a great band name. <laughs> I'm sure someone's got it. But uh, Spotifying it. But, <laughs> but when I'm at the movies, I do not add butter to my popcorn for the for the reason that it makes it like soggy. Or slippery. Oh, um, yeah. I've so run not, into that. Not only just like on my fingers, where my fingers will get like completely soaked or coated or whatever yeah. in, in slippery butter, but 
Also, some of the popcorn gets a little a little too wet for my liking. Well, that's the hard part. You get a fresh thing of popcorn, you're going over to the butter machine. Mm-hmm. You're putting it on the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, only the first few inches is going to get some popcorn if it that's even also drizzles the down. That's also thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not gonna, you can't really shake it and mix it up because they it's fill filled, that over, up to yeah. that. It's, it's just like the it's can. It's filled as much as this beer. Was. All the similarities, yep. full circle. Yep. It's up to the top. You can't shake that up. No. But I did. <laughs> I, a long time ago, I saw someone do this hack at a movie theater mm-hmm. where they would get like a Slurpee straw mm-hmm. and they would stick it. Oh, yeah. into the popcorn, and then they would slowly pick it up as they would fill the popcorn and it would it's supposed to like fill all your Get but that's old. a lot yeah that's a lot of work and then your whole hand is coated in butter the whole through the whole bucket full yeah well you know what it's been so long since i've had the popcorn experience at a movie theater i can't even tell you how messy it is to get the butter but i do remember always having well, to, i couldn't tell you either because i haven't buttered yeah, my popcorn have. in years you wouldn't dare. I've been to the movies and my my popcorn <laughs> my popcorn hasn't been buttered i've been to the movies I've been there and not done that. Well, so I mean, so for the poll. Okay, what about? Uh, listen to this. I could do two polls. All right, go ahead. Oh. Are you? Yeah, you're gonna butter your popcorn or not? I'll do popcorn. at the movies candy or popcorn, followed by a poll of movie theater popcorn buttered or not buttered. Yeah, I think. So we're on. We're both on the popcorn train. Yeah. And then you're on the butter train. Yeah. And I'm not. You know what I just thought of though that I'm surprised I never did. I never, uh, I never mixed chocolate into my popcorn. Yeah, like M and M's or snow. Or I, I, why have I never done that? We're choosing one or the other here. But one of my favorite things about getting a really salty bucket of popcorn from the movies mm-hmm. is getting my chocolate on the side. I'm a bunch of crunch guy. Bunch of crunch. So it's oh, like, those it's a little crunch like, bar, but in little yeah, okay. bite sized yep, 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 forms. Yep. So my chocolate, or I'll go Twizzlers. Sometimes Ari will get the Twizzlers mm. and something else, and then I'll get the bunch of crunch, and we'll share the Twizzlers or whatever. Um, but like eating a bite of chocolate or Twizzlers, and then eating mm. a bite of salty popcorn right after it, and going back and forth. Yeah, sweet and savory. It's great. All in one. It's great. I've never dumped it into my popcorn. Yeah, I feel like M and M's would. I don't, I don't know if I want popcorn. the surprise really. Yeah, it's like trail mix. It's like trail mix. Sometimes you get a handful of almonds. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get a handful of M&M's. <laughs> or sometimes you get all sometimes raisins. Sometimes you get peanuts, almonds, cashews, and M&M's. And raisins. And raisins. It's the mystery. It's the mystery. It'd be cool if they sold like a sweet and savory popcorn mix. They, What? At the movies? Yeah. Oh. Like we'll throw in some I'm M&Ms sure some of you. the movie theaters do. Some of those ones that you the can fancy do ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure too. Because I mean, there's popcorn brands out there that gives you chocolate drizzled popcorn. So why wouldn't the movie theaters be able to do that? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do it at home. I think uh, a homemade. I mean, since we're making paninis and stuff, we might as well start branching off into like some experimental desserts. You guys are gonna be running a four star restaurant in no time. Yeah, paninis and and gourmet popcorn. Gourmet popcorn. I think you, I think you got nothing to lose. All right. But anyway, you looked it up. What? You looked up something. No, I didn't. Oh, I was going to look up if Butter Lovers was a band. Did it come up? Um, no one on Spotify with the name? There's songs. No, no band has Butter Lovers. Well, there might be a garage band out there that has Butter Lovers, but 
They haven't made it to Spotify yet. Wow. I'm shocked, to be honest. Me too. But that's a solid name. Yeah. And there's only... You know what? There's not even a song, Butter Lovers. I know. Butter, Plenty of butterfly lovers out there. I I thought for sure there'd be two or three bands that popped up with the name Butter Lovers. Or at as, least, as did I. Or at least you know songs. What? There is... N- no one has butterlovers.com. <laughs> Do I hear a marketing opportunity? I think so. But... Uh, it does say... You- Buy it now for three grand. Oh. So maybe someone does have it and is like someone must own it, it and just isn't using it. Sitting on butter lovers. Those bastards. I mean, that's a good that's a good website to have. Depending, someone's depending gonna, on what you do. Someone's gonna pay three grand for that at some point. Surprised someone hasn't paid it already. Like, well, um, we know no bands are paying for it. Like a butter, like a a, a popcorn food truck or something. Yeah, butter lovers. But you probably do like Butter Lover's Truck or something like that. Well, I think you only do Butter Lover's Truck if Butter Lover's is taken. Right. Wow. So I guess someone has ButterLovers.com then. They're just not utilizing the opportunity. Yeah. It says, uh, yeah, it's like buy, buy uh, ButterLovers.com for $2,900 or for as low as $250 a month for 12 months. Worth it. Yeah, it's worth it in my in my opinion. Just because then you could just say you're the official butter lover. <laughs> I'm the owner of the butter lover. The official web page of butter lovers. Damn, missed opportunity. You could always rebrand the coaster business. To what butter butter, butter, butter lovers? lovers. <laughs> Gonna have to find the connection, but right now it's not looking good. Um, but Megan and I did recently um, sign up for a, a, a new a new gym. We used to go to this gym, but then we left. So it's a a, it's re- a, a recent, recent former recent formerly known gym. Recently former previous. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to go to LA Fitness. Okay. Moved down the street. Apartments. Apartments. Right. It had a gym in our place. Ah. So we're like, all right, we don't need to okay. go to the gym, right? Yep. Yep. Uh came to realize, you know, there was limited things we could do at our gym. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, let's do Planet Fitness. Super cheap. Get all the stuff you need, right? Mm-hmm. Ten bucks a month. And and for some reason, it might have been me. Uh I, I just missed having like um the free the free racks where there's no everything is assisted when it comes to machines there at right? Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness, and they have free weights as in dumbbells. dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Everything else is all assisted, which is fine. You still get really good exercise, but for some reason, I just always grew up training with free racks, right? Right. And they were in a promotion. Blah blah blah. We went. And like, all right, let's just do it. It's super cheap. Uh, so Megan got a membership, and she can bring a guest every single time. So you're the I guest. can just be the guest, right? And we went last night for the first time since we had our membership, mm-hmm. and we signed up on Sunday afternoon. So we went 
walked around. We're like, oh, yeah, I remember this place is great, blah, blah, Went last night, and we quickly realized why we decided we left in the first place. Okay. So now we're having a little bit. Reservation. Of buyer's remorse. Yep. Yeah. So got all the equipment you need. Okay. We went at like, you know, 6.30 yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was a zoo. Is that why you regret it? Absolute zoo. That's why you okay. regret it? Part of it. Okay. Because we would go to Planet Fitness at around 6, you know, prime time for people off work. Mm-hmm. It'd be busy, but you'd still be able to, f- there's enough there, you'd still be able to find stuff Something. you want to get done, right? Right, right, right. LA, it was out of control. Hmm. Like absolutely out of control. And it's out of Megan's comfort zone. She hates the like meathead, like grunters, all that kind of shit, right? That's what LA Fitness is. And I kind of forgot that LA Fitness is filled with that. (laughs) Right. Like absolutely filled with it, right? The free weight section is just, yeah, dude, it's insanity. Okay. (laughs) So we didn't have a fantastic first trip back trip back right. well actually we we did work out um on a sunday afternoon like after we got our membership and it was really quiet because it was sunday at four not a lot of people there right okay so that was good and all was nice until we went prime time so we're gonna give it another maybe week or so to see if we can find a better time like if we have to go early in the morning maybe if it's not as bad mm-hmm um, but I'm starting to think that, you know, maybe a couple free racks and, you know, just like nicer locker rooms and stuff like that might not be worth, worth the extra 20 bucks a month. Might not be. I mean, what are you really trying to accomplish anyway? You're not trying to. No. Yeah. It's, I think we're, uh, so Planet Fitness, ha- I mean, LA Fitness has like saunas and steam rooms and mm. all that kind of stuff in their locker rooms. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy the sauna. It was something I also wanted to talk about. Sauna. Which I think is, <laughs> it's such a funny concept of people sitting in a hot wooden room. Sweating. Just sweating. Naked. No talking. Next to strangers. Very weird thing we do as a society. I've never done it. I love it. I do love it because I love to <laughs> You're sweat. You're talking so much smack on it. No, it's a weird thing, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we do end up leaving, that would be my only, you know, you sad thing that I miss. You'd have to you'd sauna. have to get one last sauna in. Yeah, I'd have to just take really hot showers, I guess, or something. <laughs> um, it's pretty much the same thing. But yeah, it, it was just uh, it, it wasn't. I mean, there was guy there was a guy there like just throwing weights around. And he had like one of those freaking uh, uh, insulated bags on like a jacket that would, like tin it had like shiny jacket that, like keep your sweat in mm. to like shed weight right just like shredding season super grunting like embarrassing grunting like well not to him no not to him Blake you were embarrassed to be around him yeah you know like we were trying to just use the rack to to do some squats and stuff and you know, it was you tight. and Meg, it was you and Meg t- are over there doing like 25s on yeah, the Yeah, it was like, tight quarters. Megan wasn't having it. This guy was doing bicep curls and just absolutely yelling. Like, like, come on! Come on! <laughs> like, you know, like looking at like... And we were like, oh man, is this why? This is why we might have 
This is it. This is the reason. This could have been the reason. So, uh, I don't know. We're uh, we're a little we're a little torn. You know, like we don't we don't want to spend any more money to go to like a nicer gym because there are there is like one more nicer gym around us. You can just keep working your way up the ladder. But like, you know, at what cost? You know, it's like I already paid to go to the rock gym. So right. it's it's practically Megan finding a place she likes to work out. Now, didn't you say you get a health stipend or something? Yeah, you get we we through work we get like three hundred dollars a year reimbursed, mm. which is nice. It really like does that pay for the rock gym? Uh, it pays for uh almost yeah about three months of it. Oh yeah. Three months mm-hmm. of the rock gym is three hundred dollars. Yeah, I pay ninety five dollars a month for the rock gym, but it's like a full on gym. Like I can work out fully there and climb. It has weights and stuff. It has a full gym area. Mm. But but yeah, the whole thing was like, oh well, if it has a whole gym section. Let me just add Megan on as a second member, right. and she would only have to, and she would only be paying. I say only compared to what the climbing membership is i think she'd pay like 68 dollars 70 dollars a month basically Mm -hmm. for a full gym yep um but she was like well yeah if i can go to planet fitness for 20 dollars you know for like the the top card right and i can go for free it's like why not yeah um so i i don't know i think i think you're gonna I, end up back at Planet. Fitness. I think we're gonna end up back there, and I think I was it was one of those like wishful thinking things where you like go back and like you know they got the pool, the basketball courts, but it's like when it's yeah. so you know what they say, Jake, you don't realize what you got till it's gone. I you know I think so, and you know we were both you really under underappreciated Planet Fitness, yeah, and you're just gonna accept you're just gonna expect them you know PF to welcome you back with open arms. And you well, think- we have they they said we have you know thirty days. To go, like, it's like know. a relationship. Yeah, it's an ultimatum. It's, basically, it's like, hey, we had it's some, us or nothing. We, yeah. we had some good times together, and you know, I didn't it's like sad to see. You I go. didn't like the way things ended, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm gonna have to move on with my life. I can take a job opportunity out in California and leave. Yep. Uh, but I need to know that you and me, we can make this work. I'm extending the olive branch. I'm giving you 30 days. Yeah, you have to the end of the week. Otherwise, I'm accepting the job with Google in California. Exactly. And I'll, this is never going to be a thing again. I, I loved what we had. I didn't like that you ended it. Yeah. You know, you said it was me, not you. So true. And that's kind of how it felt when we went in there to say that we were canceling. There were tears? Almost. <laughs> I mean, we said, you know, we we got a, we got a gym in our apartment. And, you know, we just don't need to wow. come here. Just admit there the guy, was no, there's, the guy, an, there's another girl. Yeah, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, I would do the same thing. So he understood. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, it, it, weirdly enough, I feel like it could be like a relationship where you, like, almost get, like, comfortable and you're like, you know what? There's, like, there could be something else out there. Yeah. And then you yeah, end what you got, get to your new, the grass is not always greener, right? You get to your new place mm-hmm. and you're like, man, from afar, this looked... Like it was everything I wanted. Now that I'm in it, it's nothing. It is nothing. Nothing like I thought it would be. Yeah. So and now you have to go crawling back with your leg, your tails between your leg. Seriously, your tail between your legs. Yeah, and I almost feel bad too because it, it wasn't like my doing. 
Like, cause Megan, oh. yeah, cause like Megan liked oh. LA Fitness when we went, but I was just like, you know, if it's like only like eight, like, so you're throwing Meg under the bus? No, 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 no. I'm throwing me under the bus. Oh, okay. So I'm saying it wasn't entirely me pushing to go back to LA. Mm-hmm. It was my suggestion because like she got like a an offer to come back since we had left. Mm-hmm. So they said like if you sign up now, no initiation, only one month up front, cancel any time. So I'm like, what's to lose, you know? Right. And luckily... You guys are really like... You're in all over the place. We are. We are, yeah. You're you're in LA Fitness now for a month, which you can cancel any time. You're still at Planet Fitness where you can cancel your cancellation within 30 days. Yeah, we got till the end of the March. And and in March to go back to... Like right now, we're not even in a contract with... Planet Fitness, but we can go work out there right now if we want to. <laughs> you guys are it's you like guys are members with two people. You guys are here. members of four gyms. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, it's true. We got one in the Rock Gym, the Apartments, LA Fitness, Planet Fitness. Yeah, we got to get it together. Or you could just go work out at all four every day. Yeah, that's why true. you got the opportunity. Yeah, I felt I felt bad too because um, Megan and I were actually really we were really getting into a good groove at Planet Fitness too. Like we were. Yeah, you really. It re- you really did just leave it for greener pastures. It yeah, turned out we, to be we, not. Uh, we did. What's it? Not not fertile. You can't yeah. grow any crops here, nope. but it, it looked like a nice piece of land. Yeah, it was an immature buy, mm-hmm. a premature buy, premature. Um. So yeah, the gun. I I think um, you know, though though Planet Fitness might not be the shiniest, prettiest toy on the market. Uh huh functionality and get you from point a to point yeah, b yeah like the, you can get done what you need to get done there at and, a cheap um, price yeah and and uh yeah it's just uh you're right you don't know what you got till it's gone it's too bad jake i mean luckily for you you've uh fallen into this gray area of four gyms that will yeah welcome you with open arms at this time yeah that's the thing though for me for me for me for me personally so i i have the rock gym yeah right i i when else when when all else fails i have all full comfortable confidence to go work out there whatever i need to do megan doesn't want to pay to go to the rock gym she doesn't really yeah not 60 dollars. she doesn't really rock climb so why would she pay extra money to go to a gym that has a gym part but the the biggest what you're paying what you're paying for is rock climbing yeah which makes 100% sense. Yep. I'm like, yeah, it's, there's no yeah, need. Don't sign up. Yeah. Um, like, I have two guest passes I can use. If you want to come, you can come. Um, but it's 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 basically having a, a place for her to feel good working out at. And, you know, like, if you don't grow up, like, lifting or, like, do it often, like, being in that meathead environment that's literally very what, into, and it, that's that's literally planet what, fitness is made for yeah it's every planet fitness commercial exactly yeah they they're the commercial that's uh i pick things up and i put them down yeah they're like they got the hunk alarm they yeah. got it all is it actually an alarm that if you drop the weight too much it an alarm goes off uh yeah we we've heard the alarm go off once that's that's a bit much i feel like yeah but like there it, should be someone monitoring the 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 gym floor that like if someone well like, that's if someone drops the weight you just go hey yeah like, well, you're not in la fitness you know well one they one guy was they didn't ring it fully like usually it's like a, a loud bell mm-hmm. but they they hit it once when they heard it mm-hmm. like kind of like a warning okay 
and the guy kept like some guy was really trying to like max out one of these cable machines mm-hmm. and when he would drop it, it the whole thing would fucking slam and in, and in a gym where there's not a lot of grunting and yelling and just some music it's really polarizing because <laughs> it's all you hear right and he did it again and then again and then he was grunting and all that he was like literally the anti planet fitness that you'd expect there and one of the guys up front came and was like, yo, you got to like chill. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It was just like this guy was fucking out of his Not mind. Not in the right place. Yeah. We're like, dude, like read the room kind of thing. And like he, there are there are. Did people, he go on and finish his workout? Yeah. I still slammed some stuff around. But like if I was the front desk guy, he's like, I'm not going to confront that guy again. Like you could rip your head off, <laughs> which is kind of funny because like you got to tell like lo- like lunks. Lunks? Yeah, the lunk alarm, I think it's called. Lunk? I think so. What's a lunk? <laughs> like a beef, like a meathead. A lunk? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, If you're going to go and tell like a huge meathead to like stop working out, it's like, you know, you got to have a beefy guy going up to another Aren't beefy guy. Aren't the people even at Planet Fitness who work there, don't, don't they look like they work out? Some really don't. Really? Yeah. But that's kind of the thing, though. It's like, hey, come here and you can look like it's me. It's a little intimidating. You know, like, I, I, I can see it from both areas, right? You come into a gym and, like, the people up front, super, like, unathletic looking. You're like, what am I doing here? But yeah. then also you come into a gym and you see, like, these fucking rip people. And you're like, oh, geez. Like, I feel like going into a gym, you have to see people who are fit, like, in shape and, like, fit. Like, visibly, they don't have to be ripped, but they have to be... Like you look at them and you go, that person's in shape. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. They, they cannot be questionably out of shape <laughs> if you work at a gym, because there's gonna be questions asked. The guy, we, and are you really gonna take advice from someone who doesn't look like they work out? The guy we canceled our contract with, yeah, did not look like he worked out at all. See, he was like, like a guy off the street, like a little, <laughs> like, little, little chunky, like normal dude, like. Not no muscle on his arms, just like a guy. Yeah, like your reason for quitting was like, hey, we don't really like all the cable machines. We want some more free weights and and uh, yeah, you know, you run through some exercise. He goes, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, though, thought we had that here. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. Bench bench press, you said we don't have that. Oh, weird. Yeah, but um, all that being said, uh, again, the I, I feel like. The Planet Fitness is kind of like the Panini, right? Doesn't look great, right? Like you think of Panini, it's like, oh, just a melted sandwich, right? Looks pretty good. All right. Maybe okay, maybe it looks good. Uh-huh. All right. You get that uh you get that purple. Some people are a little thrown off by that purple yeah, look true. in the gym. Okay. Yep. Um a lot of people pass over Planet Fitness. Like, oh, why would I go to Planet Fitness? I can do better. <laughs> Until you go to Planet Fitness, get a taste of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like okay, this is getting the job done. I think I'm gonna have some more paninis. Right, that's where we are. I think you're, I, in, I, you're in the panini world in more than ways than one. I know. I think we're gonna give it a couple more goes at LA. Maybe we'll try early mornings and see what it's like. Um, but you know, if it's if we're gonna have to be waking up at the ass crack of dawn just to get like availability. Not gonna be worth it. Is it you know? Is it a thousand percent 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 worth it? Percent. 
I don't know, Jake. That's gonna be. Uh, you got a couple more days to make that decision. I'll keep you guys posted, though. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone's you guys, sitting on the edge of their seat. You should be, Jake. I got a question for you. All right. I hope I got an answer from one of our listeners. <sighs> one of many. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Okay. That's tough. It's very tough. Because <clears throat> I, I immediately, mm-hmm. I said, obviously, there's got to be more wheels. Mm-hmm. But then you factor in all the doors on cars. Right? Is that what you're factoring in? Well, yeah. Because if, Cause if we're, if we're talking doors in houses. Doors that outweigh wheels by far. I don't know. Think about it. You think about it. Think about a car. There's Jake. more cars than houses. There's there's practically three cars in every house driveway. Exactly. Think about a car. I'm thinking. Think about your car. Got it. A very common four looking. wheels, half a wheel in my trunk. Four wheels, four doors. Five. Oh yeah, five, four doors. Yep. They equal out. Equal out. Every okay, car. So every car is pretty much like that. I see what you're saying. So practically, the wheels are canceled out. Regardless, right? on, cars. on cars. I mean, then you have tractor trailers. Then you have tractor trailers, but then you have two door cars. So then you have four wheels, two doors. Yep. You have a lot of tractor trailers, motorcycles, two motorcycles, wheels, two no wheels. doors. Yep. So cars, I feel like where you have eighteen wheelers with eighteen wheels and probably four doors. I mean, three doors. You know, where those wheels outweigh the doors, there's wheels, there's doors that outweigh the wheels, and then you think of houses, no wheels. No wheels. Houses have up to God knows how many doors. 20 doors in an average house? I don't know. I would s- You think of a one bedroom. That's going to have a closet. That's going to have a, oh, a bathroom. I think about closets. That's going to have a front and back door. Probably a basement or an attic. Maybe a half bath. So you're leaning towards door. I'm leaning towards door. That's seven doors in a one bedroom, one and a half bath house. Right. And if you're throwing in three no cars wheels. in the driveway, right? Let's say two cars, right? Two cars in the driveway. Uh-huh. Mom, dad. Yep. Already that, canceled out, right? Because yeah, you got. Yeah. Because then you got to think mom might have a minivan. So mom's going to have five doors. Oh. Or, or a SUV, five doors. I would think. Outweighs the wheels. Outweighs the wheels. Man. Then you got kids' bikes. Bikes. Brings the wheels back in. ATVs or any kind of dirt bikes or Does it or sound toys. crazy that it's cl- it's a close race? It's close, but I'm still on the door side. I, th- I feel like I'm missing something with the wheels. I feel like there's well, something out there that's going to throw wheels. In a house. So you guys have just gone through this uh, purchase recently. Mm-hmm. Um, especially nowadays, post-COVID era. A lot of people working from home. A lot of people have desk chairs. So true. With wheels. Wheels on the desk chairs. Wow. So if you're throwing in like an office building, you got a lot of doors, but you got a lot of wheels. true. Wow. That is... Ooh. That's a wild card. I didn't even think about the office chairs. Sounds like you didn't think about a lot. Well, no. I I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing the question, so I'm, I'm processing... Hmm. I'm trying to think, you know. Yeah, I don't know. 
I was fully until you said gesture. No, now I'm trying to think of like skateboard. If you think of like a like a conveyor belt, I feel like some conveyor belts are like all wheels underneath that they just roll along. Do you think Google has an answer to this? I think it's worth a. I think it's worth a uh, a Google. But this question comes from uh, my girlfriend Ariana. I don't know what. Where did she conjure up that question? She is a kindergarten teacher, so it's not out of the question that this came up at work. Okay, well, maybe um, there must maybe something came up in an article because this was posted five hours ago. Are there more wheels or doors in the world? Why we can't resist an internet debate. Six hours ago. Can't resist it. So maybe she came across it. It must be on like TikTok. Oh. Too many of us uh, found, too, her, too many. found ourselves hotly arguing about a pointless question asked last week. Why can't we help wasting time on inconsequential online queries such as, are there more wheels or doors in the world? Well, I can't even scroll on this page, so... It seems like it's a hot topic out of nowhere. It must be a, a popular TikTok trend. A trend that we uh, us old geezers missed? You're on TikTok, Jake, so. not Dude, not as much as I I used to be. I used to be, oh yeah, like I said, uh, I, I usually have been spending my time scrolling eBay looking at old watches now rather than TikTok. Not much better. <laughs> but I don't know. I... I uh, there's a lot of things. I would have to literally sit down and list. Okay, so this article um, says that it all started when a Twitter user called Ryan Nixon, who only has 1,000 followers on the platform, posted a poll. My mates and I are having the stupidest debate, and I'm here for it. Do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? After 223,347 votes. Holy shit. The decision went 53.6% to 46.4%. Wow. So pretty close. But the winner with 53.6% is, what do you think? I'm guessing Wheels. Wheels won that debate. That debate. The The exact answer is completely impossible to work out as nobody has ever counted every single door and wheel in the world, and it depends what you count as a door and a wheel. Are we just counting doors on buildings, or do cupboards, vehicles, oh my God. and dollhouses count? What about advent calendars? Those have doors on them. The same goes for wheels. It is only wheels on vehicles, or as push chairs, wheelbarrows, and toy cars included. What about hamster wheels, and wheels on suitcases, and wheels underneath fridges? Come to think of it, a lot of things seem to have wheels, so I'm definitely leaning towards that. But think... There must be a lot of doors in the world, too. The debate is causing huge frustration as there's simply no way to find out the right answer, which is exactly why the question is so great. Wow, this is this article breaks down, like, the history of, like, wheel production. <laughs> People are really going all in on this. You know, from the outside looking in, it seems like it'd be a quick and easy think about things over debate, but I think the more you open I think up that's the point. I think that's hole, that's exactly the reason why it's so viral right now. 
why Ari felt like she Oof. had to ask us. You know, the the most knowledgeable yeah. podcast out there. This question. That's a crazy poll turnout. Like that. Like for someone who has a thousand followers, and for it to be so close. Yeah. Well, I think I think everything just points to why it's become so yeah. viral. Because one, no one knows. Two, the more you think about it, the like deeper you get into it, the more like you just go back and forth with it. Like just sitting here for the first thirty seconds, we Nate, we just kept going back and forth. That's probably a good poll to put on a Wednesday poll too. Could be. Got the still from Ryan Nixon. Might have to. We'll add him. And be like, thanks to Ryan Nixon. I'm sure two hundred and twenty thousand I'm <laughs> yeah, sure millions right. of people have added him by now. I should check out his Twitter and see if I can find it. If it's not wow. private at this point. Yeah, right. He got went bonkers with the followers. But so I guess I guess we're on board with the wheel I as a podcast. I think wheels. I feel like there are a lot of spare wheels. There's tire shops. But there's also like like he said there's cabinetry shops. There's like like is it a sing- is it a door that is not on something like an actual door that's like in a store like at a Home Depot? Yeah. A door store? <laughs> You got wheels on shopping carts. You got wheels on, like, like forklifts. Like anything. It's cra- It's it's just endless. You could do a whole entire podcast on just more wheels or doors, and every episode could be just the debate. Yeah, I mean, it, New York Nixon, Ryan Nixon at New York Nixon. Uh, Still only has 1,158 followers. So even after all that clout, he's still a normal dude. We can have him on the podcast. Just a normal, see what he thinks. Just a normal dude. But um, All right. Well, it's a good thing for you guys to think about. Let us know what you think uh, in uh, the comments. He put out... I don't know. I guess he was known for some other viral tweet. Man, this guy just dishes out those Because tweets. he retweeted someone. That said, my mates and I are having the stupidest debate two days after the door versus wheels debate and may have changed New York Nixon's Twitter legacy for good. Once the dust has settled, what will be what will he be better known by? The casserole guy or the doors versus wheels oh, guy? Oh, God, I don't even want to get into casseroles. Don't even bring that up. We got to go another podcast without debate. What, you have, you have strong opinions on casseroles, Jake? I'm just not ready to think of another debate like that. A heavy debate. Well, I've been scrolling for a little bit. I don't know exactly what this casserole topic is, but we might have to save it for another. It's probably a good one. Might be. Might be, Jake. He's a he's a big uh, cricket fan. As he should be. Big cricket fan. Played those, the Wordle. Those Englishmen. Looks like he didn't get the Wordle. At all? Once. <laughs> Loser. Oh, no, he got it. Oh, shit. Sorry, Ryan. Um, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Something to think about as we leave you with a nice little nice little debate to bring up at the, the dinner table. The family dinner. Yeah, let's see, what, let's see what everyone thinks. I'm leaning towards wheels, but I don't know enough about doors to change my opinion on that, so... 
Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards wheels because it just it seems like everything's got wheels. Even even your cupboard with doors and the lazy Susan in the corner's got wheels. Got wheels on it. Yeah, I have wheels and shoes. Wheelies. Uh, all right. Any uh, final words you gotta get out, George, before we review our beer? I don't think so, Jake. Okay. I think I'm uh, I'm ready to go. Tapped out. Time for a panini. Yeah, time for time for a panini. All right. Uh, before we go. The Beer Tree Brew, Slightly Fuzzy, Mango and Lime, Burliner Weiss. Yeah. Um, I honestly have no criticisms. It was a very, very enjoyable beer. Um, I... There's nothing, there's nothing, God bless, God bless. There's nothing preventing me putting this into the nine club, but I just don't know if it has everything for the nine club. Wow. Just even that you had the thought. Um, so I'm going to, I'm putting this guy at a eight, eight, eight. Wow. Big fan. Very enjoyable. I loved the flavor. The tartness was good. Um, I mean, there's no, like, sediment or anything at the bottom. Sometimes these craft beers, you get to the bottom, you get some nastiness that comes up. True, true. All in all, nice-looking beer, nice-tasting beer, uh, good surprise and shift from those classic IPAs. Mm -hmm. If you see it, pick it up. The Slightly Fuzzy Mango lime. Yes. Big uh, fan. Well, I mean, I think, I guess mainly because it is a sour and I'm just not a big fan of the sour. Um, might bring me down a little bit more. It had great taste. <laughs> taste. Um, <laughs> just, uh, I think for all the reasons that you liked it, like like a sour, like I just not, I'm not a big fan of the bitter. Yep. Too bitter for a, a, an enjoyable drink for me. But I think as far as sours go, uh, I'd have to give it a seven, 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 five. Okay. So seven and three quarters. Hey, that's, it's all subjective, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for. Cool. Well, uh, thank you, Beer Tree Brew, again, for the delicious beer. Tasty beverage. I wish we could say you sent it to us, but you didn't. <laughs> Maybe one day, Jake. Maybe one day. Okay. Well, if that's everything, I can uh, play us out. Because that's what I can do now, you know? I mean, I'm ready to go, Jake. I said it uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll just stall for time as you find the, the outro song. <laughs> Sorry. My pages must have closed while we were... <laughs> This is real embarrassing. Oh my god! I know. I really thought I had even it as you bragged that you could do it now. I think I'm just waiting. I think it surprises me still every single time. I'm just waiting to hear it. <sighs> me too. Well, I mean, if people <laughs> stuck around long enough to hear that, there's maybe one or two. Maybe. I don't know how many people make it past the beer review, but I hope you enjoyed that. Well, they would get the shenanigans if they did. See you. Thanks for listening to the Any and Everything Show. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 